somewhere in a remote, uncharted region of a planet called Earth. Greetings, my friends. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. Tales from the Silent Planet. In this special episode, I will be telling you about my favorite non-science fiction or fantasy book. One Day in the Life of Ivan Denisovich, written by Alexander Solzhenitsyn, and first published in the Soviet literary magazine Novi Mir. This novella simply tells the story of one normal day in the life of its main character. Perhaps there has never been a more appropriate title. Ivan, or Shukov, is a prisoner in a Russian gulag who has no idea when or if he will get out of prison. Although he dislikes the system and government who has placed him unjustly into the prison, he doesn't rail against them, except maybe in small ways. Instead, he works hard to perform to the best of his abilities in the task given him. Possibly to forget the predicament he is in, or also to just perform well despite his circumstance. One specific scene perhaps captures this drive to forget, and drive to do well, perfectly. He was hard at work now. Once he ironed out the snags left by the guy who'd worked here before and laid a couple of rows of his own, it'd be easy going. But right now, he had to watch things like a hawk. He was working like crazy on the outside row to meet Sinka halfway. Now, Sinka was getting closer to Shukov. He'd started together with the boss at the corner, but the boss was now going the other way. Shukov signaled the fellows carrying the hods to bring the stuff up to him on the double. He was so busy he didn't have time to wipe his nose. When he and Sinka came together, they started taking mortar out of the same hod. There wasn't enough to go around. Mortar! Shukov yelled over the wall. Here she comes! Pavlo shouted back. Another hod came along, and they used up what was still soft, but a lot of it was frozen to the sides, and they told the fellows to scrape it off themselves. There was no sense in them carrying all the frozen stuff down again. Okay, that's it. Next one. Shukov and the other bricklayers didn't feel the cold anymore. They were now going all out, and they were hot. The way you are at the start of a job like this, when you get soaking wet under your coat and jacket and both shirts. But they didn't stop for a second, and went on working like crazy. After an hour, they got so hot the sweat dried on them. The main thing was, they didn't get the cold in their feet. Nothing else mattered. The slight cutting wind didn't take their minds off the work. Only Klevshin kept banging one foot against the other. He wore size 9, but each boot was a different size, and both were tight. Tyron kept shouting for more mortar, and so did Shukov. Any fellow who really worked hard always became a sort of gang boss for a time. 
the main thing for Shukov was not to lag behind, and for this he'd have chased his own brother up and down that ladder with a hod. Despite his predicament, Shukov finds that the best way to move forward is to take pride in his work. By fixing the mistakes left by previous workers and writing the course of work, he can provide a better building for he and his fellow work gang members to do their work in. Although there is no guarantee they will continue to work on this building, it is clear that Shukov thinks that it is important to perform well at the job and display his usefulness to the rest of the gang. The importance of Solzhenitsyn's book is enormous. It was the first time that anything remotely critical of the Soviet Union had been published in the Soviet Union with Soviet approval. And while the book and Solzhenitsyn's other work ultimately led to his exile and journey to America, there is no doubt that this book was instrumental in reviving Russian literature and bringing awareness to what the conditions of Russian gulags were like.